Welcome, everyone, to the Iron Catholic Podcast. We are here with another great episode because today we are going to be talking about evangelization. And this is one of my favorite subjects because I love evangelization. I love doing it everywhere I go. And so I am super passionate about this facet of our faith. And we're going to be talking today about how exercise can be a powerful way to evangelize and to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. And we're also going to talk a little bit about how we can approach this, some different methods for doing this, some practical ways. So before we begin, we want to start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so before we dive into our topic I just want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Christmas is, at the time I'm recording this, is just a few days away. So as we prepare for the coming of our blessed Lord at Christmas, again, I just want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. I hope that you're able to find some time to rest and relax and refresh and recuperate yourselves so that you are ready to go into 2021 with a new attitude and with a refreshed spirit to do the will of God. And so one of my favorite things to do around Christmas time, in between that Christmas time and the new year, is I don't necessarily like to make New Year's resolutions. I'd call them uh, reasonable goals, if you will. I, I think it is important to set marks because if you don't have a mark to aim at you you can't hit a mark that you don't have to aim at and so that's something i just encourage everyone to do is you know you don't necessarily have to make a new year's resolution you know per se but have a goal or have something in mind that you write down or that you're specific about that you want to work towards and i know at the end of the year it's always it's, it's great to sit down with those goals and see what progress have I made or, or what substantial steps have I taken towards that if I didn't completely fulfill it, in a sense. So again, I just encourage, I, I just encourage you to do uh, make a few goals so that you can go into 2021 with a new mindset and with a purpose, ultimately, you know, to evangelize, and to spread the good news of our Lord using your gifts and talents however you can. And that ties in directly to our topic today. Frankly enough, we are going to be talking about evangelization. And so I want to share seven ways that I have come up with uh, to evangelize using fitness. And so uh, these ideas aren't necessarily unique to me. Uh, these are ideas that I've heard. These are ideas that I use personally. I've seen other people use. 
And so, but I think these are just seven effective ways that we can begin to evangelize using fitness and using exercise. And by no means is this an exhaustive list, but I think this really starts to dig into some practical ways to begin to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. So let's dive right in. The first one is be a positive, energetic, and encouraging individual. And take time to interact and listen to those around you. So specifically, if you trained at a gym, take time to build some connections with the community of gym goers in your area. And so, you know, this is something I've just found really important. Uh, I think it's St. Teresa of Avila who says, God doesn't like sad-faced saints. <laughs> and so, while it's a little laughable, I think there's some truth to it because, you know, people are drawn to positive, energetic, and encouraging individuals. And I think it, it goes a long way in beginning to build that relationship with someone. And, you know, if, if you really build a relationship with someone, even if it's just kind of an acquaintance-based relationship, they're more apt to take what you do seriously. And if they see that you're consistent in having this positive outlook, this energy, this just vigor of life and zeal about you, you know, I, I think they see it and they say to themselves, you know, what does that person have? I want what they have. And this is just something that I... I have tried to, my best to practice, especially in the gym, and I've seen great fruit come about it. People will ask me, where does your energy come from? Where does that zeal come from? And there's my opportunity to evangelize. I say it comes from the Lord. And so I always tell them, you know, without the grace of God, I would be that scum on the inside of your toilet that you scrape off on Sunday morning with your toilet brush. <laughs> kind of a graphic image, but it kind of puts into context, you know, Christ saying, without me, you can do nothing. And so I always want to give him credit uh, initially. And so that's a great opportunity to evangelize. So again, just being positive and energetic, uh, even if somebody doesn't ask you about faith, that can show them that, you know, there, there's some, you're doing something well, you're doing something right, and it's going to draw an individual to you. It can help build that foundation uh, and outlook that somebody has on you at the gym. So that's number one. Number two is use your success and proficiency in fitness to point to God. Now, you know, this, this may not all apply to us immediately. But for those of us who have reached some level of success and proficiency to point to God, you know, to point to God, um, this is an opportune time to do it. Now, again, you know, we're, we're talking various levels of proficiency, various levels of success. This could be athletic success. This could be, you know, as far as like a competition goes, maybe you're a competitor and in CrossFit and biking and running and bodybuilding and powerlifting, whatever it may be, you know. And, and of course, you know, it, this depends on the crowd and the group we're interacting with. You know, obviously, if we're, if we're at a meet and there's a lot of other proficient individuals there, our success may not be seen in the same light by them. Not that it's not successful and not that we don't all have a real, 
you know, elements of success, but you know, it, it, it can be dependent on the group that you're interacting with at the time. So, you know, maybe you don't compete. Maybe you're not necessarily, you know, mega successful or proficient yet at this point in exercise, but you're doing pretty good for the gym or for the environment that you're in. This can work too. You know, you don't necessarily have to be a professional or a competitor uh, to have success and to have proficiency. So if you do and you have this opportunity, you have this platform, always point to God. You know, use this success and weave our Lord and your faith into that journey towards that success and towards that proficiency. You know, talk about your prayer life as it connects to exercise. Talk about how Christ has strengthened you and your and your will, you know, and your resolve to do hard things and move in the right direction and, and strengthen your body so that you can become a better steward of the temple of God. You know, just use that platform and the proficiency that you've reached to point to God. Okay, number three is wear clothing and apparel that has religious images, phrases, or scripture verses on it. I think this is one that anyone can do. It's not that you have to do it all the time, but I think just just having apparel, whether it's a hat, a shirt, a gym bag, maybe a belt if you use a lifting belt, a bike, a water bottle even, just something that indicates that you are a Christian. You know, this this is a great way to evangelize. When people see it, they they think about Christ. They think about Christianity. You know, it's it's the it's kind of like the parable of the sower. You know, even in their seeing of that, it can be sowing seeds. All we're called to do in life is sow the seeds of faith that God calls us to sow. Christ is ultimately the one who's going to germinate them and cause them to grow. But we have been asked to scatter the seeds. And so that's all we can do. And wearing religious clothing and apparel is something that can do that. You know, and, and sometimes it can lead to a conversation. It can lead to somebody saying, oh, I like your shirt, or oh, I, I like your bike, or oh, man, I, I really like the hat you're wearing. You know, it, it can lead to a conversation. Maybe it's a passing remark. That's okay. But maybe it leads to a greater conversation. So I think this is just something good to consider. Um, you know, it, it shows people uh, that you are living for Christ and that you really are trying to integrate God into everything that you do. Okay, so that's number three. Number four is add God into standard conversation in the gym. So maybe this could be a catchphrase, something that you say at the door. Like, for example, when I walk into the gym, the individual at the desk who's checking me in will often ask me, you know, how are you doing today? And that's a great opportunity for me to say, you know, living the dream and grabbing hold of that God-given destiny. You know, <laughs> that statement in itself doesn't necessarily, you know, uh, indicate like I'm, I'm specifically trying to evangelize this individual. I'm trying to push my faith on them necessarily. But it's a way to show them that, that through, you know, that, that you're, in your speech, you know, your, your faith is such a part of your life that it's intertwined into your speech, you know, and, and the mission that you carry, you know, in a statement like that shows you that the mission that you're carrying 
that God has given you can apply to all environments. It doesn't matter whether you're eating, you're sleeping, you're at work, you're not at work, you're on the road, whatever it is. You know, so so insert insert the you know God into conversation that you're having. Uh, just make references. You, know, you can say praise be to God for this. It can be something small. It can be a larger reference, but just adding God into the standard conversations that we have at the gym can lead potentially to further conversations and further questions, which then can give you the opportunity to evangelize. So that's number four. Number five is use social media to share fitness and faith journeys and insights. You know, I really think today social media is a powerful tool that we need to reclaim in today's society. You know, I think uh, just it's, it's a platform which so many people are on, and we need to reclaim that ground, if you will, for the Lord. You know, not, not too long ago, I think it was maybe this summer, this fall, there was words about, uh, there's rumblings about Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook taking down uh, people who posted the Lord's Prayer because it, quote-unquote, violated their community standards. You know, and, and stuff like this we need to push back against. Uh, you know, we, we need to not be afraid of that. We, we need to share this. We need to use, and again, I think the, the key here is reclaim the ground of social media, of Facebook, of Instagram, of Twitter, and provide the good news of Christ. You know, I'm convinced that if St. Paul or some of the apostles, or or even some of the great prophets existed in our day, they would to some degree, I couldn't say to what degree, but they would to some degree, I would argue, be using social media to spread the gospel. Because you you think about it, what, what social media and the internet offers us in today's society is incredible. The ability to connect with somebody in another state, in another country, all the all the way on the other side of the world this is something that no one in the history of mankind ha- has had the ability to do with the speed that we can and with the ease that we can and so you know if we are, recall our good lords uh, his his commissioning the great commissioning when he left us when he ascended to heaven he said you know, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. Sometimes, I, I think when the church was growing, you know, and, and when uh, the way that we traveled was limited in our life, you know, was limited uh, throughout history, th- there was confines on how we could do that. You got the missionaries who would go over to the Americas or to other countries, you know, and evangelize, but this would take months and years. And so... It, it it was a lot more difficult to go there for and evangelize all nations. But think about it. We can reach just about every corner of the world through the internet and through social media. And so, you know, I, I, while I do understand those who don't want to do it and don't want to get involved in it, um, it, it, to a lot of degree it makes sense. And I think we all have to discern 
what God is calling us to in our life. Because that's one thing we have to remember, too, is that in something like this, we have to discern what God is calling us to. Not everybody is called to evangelize in the same way that somebody else is. And so while a lot of the, while a lot of these are, are great ideas, I think, and again, there's, there's many more that we're not going to have time to go into, Ultimately, we have to discern what God is calling to us to and how, given our circumstances, given our platform, given our state in life, you know, all these factors, how we are called to go forth and spread the good news. So, you know, if, if you feel called to it, if you're active on social media and this is something that you feel called to, I invite you, reclaim that ground of social media for the Lord Put out, you know, images of Christ. Put out, you know, your your faith and your fitness journey. Share things. Spread the good news. Use that as a tool. Just as Christ is, you can use exercise as a tool, I think social media, in a similar way, can be used as a tool. It's not the tool that is evil necessarily. It's not the tool that causes harm in and of itself. It's the people using it. And so it's like guns. You know, if we know how to use them and we use them properly, they can offer us great benefit. And so I see social media in the same re- in the same respect. So long story short, I guess I've been going on a little bit about social media here. You know, again, if you feel called to, I invite you, share your fitness and faith journey and your insights on social media and just reclaim that ground for our blessed Lord and his church. All right, we got two more before we close up here. Number six is this. Have extra rosaries, medals, cards, scapulars, or other religious articles on you at any time to give to someone at a moment's notice when they need it. Now, this is something, I I add this in here because this is something that I have personally experienced um, quite a bit over the course of the last year. You know, 2020 has been um, a, a different year from many years that we've gone through. And regardless of of what your view is on on all the things that are happening, I think we can recognize that, you know, it's it's caused a lot of suffering. You know, it's caused physical suffering. It's caused mental suffering. It's caused spiritual suffering. There's unprecedented suffering um, on on multiple levels. And so, you know, there, there... there's a lot more opportunities for the grace of God to work, if you will. And so, you know, I've had some moments, especially in the gym recently, over the over the course of the last six months, I'd say specifically, where I have an extra rosary, maybe a St. Michael medal, maybe a miraculous medal, a scapular, uh, a divine mercy card, a saint card, just these articles on me that I carry with me when I go to the gym, um, you know, I just I just store them in my wallet a lot of times, or I, I store them with my stuff, maybe in a small a small bag. Um, there's been several opportunities where I've had the chance to hand these out, and you know, for for people who are open to it, you wouldn't believe the thankfulness and the receptiveness in which they receive them. Now, that's one. I think that's another thing to distinguish here. 
you know, I think the individual has to be open to the reception of this. But if, if somebody's talking to you about a suffering that they're going through or they're, they're just, you know, having a, having a heart-to-heart with you or they just need a shoulder to lean on or somebody to talk to, this is a great opportunity to show them, you know, the healing power of our Lord and to show them the weapons that he has given us in the sacramentals of the church. Rosaries, medals, scapulars, these are sacramentals that can be used as weapons, in a sense, to fight the good fight of God, to fight against the evil one. And so arming each other with these small arms, if you will, if we're talking like, you know, like weapons are concerned, these are small arms in a sense, arming other people with them uh, is powerful. And so, uh, again, this I think this is, you know, we have to discern what we're called to, but this is something that I have seen bear great fruit personally, in my own personal experience. Okay, last one that we're going to discuss today is this. If you compete in an athletic performance or a fitness performance, be open about your faith and use that platform to glorify God. So again, this kind of goes back to a previous point we made where, you know, if you're a competitor, if you're competing in anything, you know, if you've got a certain level of proficiency where you you are competing or you can compete, use that platform. Be open about your faith, you know, just however you feel called to do it, you know, maybe maybe at the event where religious clothing and apparel, you know, maybe make it again, we're tying a few of these into this one, maybe make a social media post, you know, I'm doing this for the glory of God. You know, I offer this, this competition, you know, this, this marathon or, or this triathlon or this bodybuilding show. I offer this for my Uncle Bill or, you know, for all the members of the clergy in the church. Whatever it is, you know, you can, you can offer an intention for it. But be open about it and use the platform to glorify God. When you compete, before you begin, Make the sign of the cross. I mean, these are just a few suggestions. Again, we have to do this as we feel called and as we discern what God's will is for us. But, you know, stuff like making the, making the sign of the cross, um, you know, just, just giving glory to God, thanking God verbally and visibly uh, after the competition, uh, praying, you know, visibly before it. Again, however you feel called, but be open about your faith at these competitions and, and use this platform to glorify God and give God the ultimate glory for the abilities and the gifts that he has given you so that you can compete at this level, uh, in a sense. And so, these are again, these are just seven quick ways to, uh, how to, how to, how to evangelize using exercise, in a sense, and fitness. And again, some of these, you know, uh, are, are depending on your situation, you may feel called to them. Maybe if you don't go to a gym, you might not have an opportunity for some of these. Maybe you train at home. Uh, but I, I pray that you can use a few of these and it will bear fruit and help you to spread and evangelize the good news of our Lord. And so that's all I really have for today. Uh, so as we, again, as we go forth into Christmas, we're just a couple days out here. 
I pray that you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful start to the new year. And again, please know that I am praying for you here, and I'm praying that God's will be done in your life and that you can use the gifts and the talents that you have to do God's will for you and that you can find a way to connect exercise and fitness to it. And then that will have a powerful effect uh, through your example to someone else. Let's close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, thank you so much, everyone, for taking the time to listen. And remember, keep grabbing hold of your God. 